listening to Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast number 58. This one is called Connecting with Your Subconscious Mind. Thomas Miller here. Thank you for joining us. I've been reading a book this week that really has me tweaked. It's called The Genie Within, Your Subconscious Mind and How to Use It. The author is Harry Carpenter. He's out of California, retired, wrote the book basically as a collection, accumulation of his lifetime of work and study into the subconscious mind. And what I really have appreciated about this, not only is that this is a man's lifetime work, but several of the things that he talks about overlap a lot of what we've talked about in this podcast, which was encouraging to me personally, because as I worked out through those difficult years, that these indeed are universal principles. One of the biggest influences as I was beginning to explore this and first starting to learn the language, if you will, was Bob Proctor in The Science of Getting Rich. He talked about Warren Von Braun being one of the early pioneers of the space program. Got that, right? That's easily searchable. And if you know anything about the U.S. space program, that name come, is familiar, right? So Warner Von Braun, according to Bob Proctor, said that the universe works so precisely that they can fire a rocket off from Florida they can send it to the moon, circle the moon, land it in a precise spot on the moon, and then launch it off the moon and return it to a precise spot on the earth. The physical laws of the universe are mathematically that precise. Now, when you think about it, that's really not an aha moment. It's just that we don't stop and think about it. But what's on your phone right now? You probably have checked it already today. It's your weather app. And what's on your weather app? the sunrise, and the sunset. And those are not approximate times. If it says the sunrise is at 7.22 a.m. this morning, then at 7.22 a.m., you can count on the sun popping up if you look outside. Same thing for the sunset. Same thing for the moon. The moon phases are not approximates. The seasons are not approximates. We have dates on our calendar. This begins spring. This begins fall. This begins summer. This begins winter. You get the idea. Nature works with accurate precision, and it's been that way all along since recorded time. Nothing changes from year to year. It doesn't get in a mood and decide that it's going to be different this fall for you down under or for you in the United States this spring coming up. It's it's like, you know, we're going to do spring when we do spring. This year, it's a, a little over a month away, March 20th, 2015. So it didn't make sense to me that spiritual laws were not equally precise. And again, I grew up in an environment where we were very spiritual, and I appreciate that spiritual heritage, but spiritual laws were not precise. They were mostly determined by a God who was uh, upset a lot, actually. And even in the New Testament, after Christ, Love and forgiveness, right? Compassion. And yet there were still all these rules and it didn't take much to piss somebody off. So you didn't have accuracy of March 20th or the sun is rising at 721. You had, well, geez, I hope I'm not doing anything wrong today. Hope I'm not stepping on anybody's toes. Hoping God isn't mad at me and going to throw the book at me. Well, I mean, that's, you know, a lot of people have come up in various forms of that. So uh, don't laugh too much because... You know, we get programmed. Our subconscious mind gets programmed with that kind of thinking, and then that's automatically, we don't even think about it. That's how it is. So my invitation to you is let's try on some new clothes. Let's try something on that's different. Let's 
presume that spiritual laws are equally precise, that there is a way that this world, this universe, that God works that is as equally precise as gravity and moon phases and seasons and sunrises and sunsets. When you start to presume that and you learn what the laws are and how it works, then you can launch a rocket and land it precisely on the moon and return it precisely to a spot on the earth in your spiritual world. Rhonda Byrne captured the essence of that and turned it into the secret. Joseph Murray captured the essence of that and turned it into the power of your subconscious mind, written in 1963. Fred Dodson has captured the essence of that in Reality Creation Technique, Parallel Universes of Self, and to some degree levels of energy, but he certainly has captured the way that that energy works in the levels of energy, unlike about anything else that you will read. Now, Harry Carpenter introducing you to this book. And by the way, you can buy it on Amazon.com, or if you would like to go to his website, it is thegeniewithin.net. Thegeniewithin.net. Here again, another resource, just like this podcast and just like a lot of the things that we've discussed and things that you've found that have touched your life. This is the way that the universe speaks to you. When the student is ready, boy, the teacher appears, and the teacher will appear in your life in a number of different forms, and that you've found this podcast is no accident. One of the things that I was impressed that Mr. Carpenter was talking about is communicating with your subconscious mind. So that's the theme of today. We're talking about communicating with your subconscious mind. Now, basically, again, here's how it works. You obviously have two sides of your brain. You have the conscious mind and the unconscious or superconscious or subconscious mind. This has been well established. Even in ancient literature, the themes are there. Freud popularized it, and now it's very popular. So the thinking mind, the conscious mind, is always analyzing. It's always thinking. It's the left brain. It's the physical world data interpretation and analysis. To kind of separate the two, the subconscious mind tells you that you're hungry. The conscious mind says, let's go to IHOP. And nothing against IHOP. I love the place. But hopefully more often than not, your conscious mind says, well, maybe we should eat a little healthier today. The subconscious mind, on the other hand, is completely different. It is programmed, and it is basically on autopilot. It does not have this thinking-type ability. However, it will redirect your life back to that programming. So it will adjust you. As you were, We're going to work through this, and I'm going to actually do a communication with your subconscious mind. I'm going to show you how I do it. We're going to put some Kelly Howell music behind it. And we're going to just make it a demo of how you can interact with this. And you'll see that the subconscious mind will come back with, yeah, buts. I want to be a millionaire. Yeah, but you don't have a degree. You know, it's that kind of thing. Because it's programmed. It's just operating out of that context. Think about it. It takes the sum total of the most emotional and powerful experiences that lead to the programming of your subconscious mind. And I would say that these are not only from your childhood. It begins the moment that the doctor slaps you on the butt. And the most prevailing years are those early years. That's when you learn the fastest. And it's when your subconscious mind is programmed the fastest. It extends on up into your teens and 20s. And then you start to more live out of the mode of that programming. If you were fortunate to be raised in a very enthusiastic, powerful, encouraging, affirming, loving, balanced If that was your programming, if that's how you grew up, then by the time you hit your 20s, uh, you were on your way. 
I knew a guy like that, and he stepped right out of college into the most phenomenal job where he started making amazing money in real estate in Dallas early on because he just was stamped that way. I think it was obviously he didn't come in a blank slate, so there was some of that in him. He had a very loving and encouraging home life, and, man, he just was started, started successful and continued it on out. For those of us who did not grow up in that, there's some reprogramming to do. And again, once you understand the laws of how the universe works, that programming can be done with mathematical precision. Something else that's interesting that Mr. Carpenter presents in his book is that the subconscious mind, as he says, is bigger in its influence. It's bigger in its space and influence than the conscious mind, like to the tune of three to one. It also emits wattage. He says that it emits 25 watts of power, that evidently this has been studied. Wasn't familiar with that. Uh, what we did know, and obvious, obvious, that your brain emits and operates in the world of energy. So it doesn't surprise me at all that some scientist studied and found out that your brain energetically emits 25 watts of power. Mr. Carpenter eloquated this very well when he said that if all else was equal, the subconscious mind will prevail every time. So in other words, you cannot will through your conscious mind to get anywhere if your subconscious mind is not in alignment. If your subconscious mind is completely polar opposite in its programming to what your mind is trying to do and you haven't reprogrammed the subconscious, then ultimately, I mean, you can do things. You can create things, obviously, mentally. You can say, I'm going to paint the wall. And using your, your analytical conscious mind, you might even have artistic talents and you might paint it in three or four different colors and make it look beautiful. But the subconscious mind will eventually send a tornado and tear the house down. You see what I'm saying is you won't be able to outwill your subconscious. And Mr. Carpenter had something that I think this will, this will put it all in context for you. Your conscious mind is your will. Your conscious mind says, I'm going to get into this business and I'm going to make a million dollars. Your subconscious mind is the power. It brings the people and the circumstances and the situations and the customers and the marketing plan. And it brings all of that to you so that if those two are in alignment, you have the combination of will power. I've been so blessed. I actually saw the second half of that equation also play out with somebody in my life where a gentleman had an idea one afternoon. He was in a motel room in Mississippi on some kind of a traveling sales uh, road stop, and it was raining, and he was just uh, watching TV in his motel room and got this idea that ended up becoming the Bass Anglers Sportsman Society Worldwide Bass Fishing Organization. The gentleman's name is Ray Scott, and I had the privilege of working around and with him for about 15 years. And the story of how he started the Bass Angler Sportsman Society is exactly that. He had the subconscious and conscious alignment. The brainstorm and the rainstorm, as he likes to say from the motel room in Mississippi, was the conscious side. And then people started showing up in his life and doors continued to open. And he kept walking through those doors. He would come up with the ideas, but the universe was ahead of him three or four steps and just paving the way. And this became literally a worldwide organization, spawned so many offshoot different industries that became multi-billion dollar industries, all because of that one idea and this process working. And what's really cool is I did get to hang around him and work with him and got to see how he, how he ticked. 
And what I can say is that he had a very clear path between his subconscious and conscious minds. But Mr. Carpenter points out that the more you try to just do it through the brute force of your will, without the subconscious alignment, and I'm not saying don't have a strong brute force will. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that if that is not aligned with your subconscious mind, and this is what Fred talks about, removing counterintentions. We're going to go into this in depth here and later on in this podcast. Those counterintentions are literally the subconscious mind's reflecting its programming back to you. Yeah, but you can't become a millionaire. Yeah, but you can't create a worldwide organization around bass fishing. Nobody cares about bass fishing. See, it's when you deal with those and you bring them into alignment so that your subconscious mind is working with your conscious mind, that's when you have willpower. He gives an example. If you are walking down the street with a friend and somebody is coming toward you and you want to enter, you know you're going to intercept them and you want to introduce your friend to this person coming toward you, but you cannot remember their name for the life of you. And you start to think, oh, I got to remember their name. I get, what is their name? What is their darn name? I got to remember. And the farther and farther and farther away that name gets from you and you just will not recall it. That's when you have to revert to that old technique of saying, oh, hi, here's my friend Jim. And then they say, oh, hi, I'm Charlie. And then, you, hey, Jim, hi, Charlie. But the deal is that you, you know, you missed it. You, you got too far into the will side where if you just say, as soon as we get here, I'm going to recollect this person's name, subconscious, you take over, boom. Then all of a sudden you just open your mouth and Charlie is right there. That's the world of living in magic, like Fred talks about. So just think about when you're trying to brute force your way through something, if you're not aligned subconsciously, it will often draw the opposite because your subconscious mind, bigger, stronger, three to one, more outcome, more energy, more power is just going to take you in the other direction. So it will push what you're trying to will away from you even farther and faster. And I would imagine that most of us could cite some kind of an example in our lives where that has happened. Now, back to the book, The Genie Within, Your Subconscious Mind and How to Use It. Mr. Carpenter gives several amazing meditations in the book. You can do them yourself, or you could simply record them, read them into your telephone, and then play it back in headphones with no music. Or you could buy some of the pre-recorded ones that he has on his website. Now, I'm going to give you a little different twist, certainly not using those meditations. But what I am going to do later on in this podcast is we're going to take some music from Kelly Howell and we're going to do a conversation with your subconscious. So the idea here is if you bought some of Kelly's CDs and then you could either use a guided meditation uh, word track like what uh, Harry Carpenter has or you could simply do what I do and just engage in this conversation, which uh, Carpenter actually talks about later on in his book, of talking to your subconscious. And I think that's one of the fastest ways to get there. It's like the quickest way from here to Albuquerque is to talk to your subconscious mind because then you get all the counterintentions. Everything comes up and out in that conversation, or at least it starts the process. So this will be interesting to see how you do with this. Now, what uh, what is suggested are two brainwave states. And again, if you're not familiar with brainwave states, I would point you to Kelly's website. She's done, this has been her work, and she knows it as well as anybody in the business. Brainsync.com, and there's a tab there. I forget what it's called. In fact, let me look. Hang on just a second. I'll pause the recording and be right back. 
Okay, the tab is Brain Lab under BrainSync.com. And there Kelly explains the uh, the four brainwave states. What we're focused on is alpha and theta. I'm not going to go into the others right now. We're already run- going to be running way too long on this podcast. But I want to give you this all in one. So the alpha state, and again, this is kind of a book review of the genie within because I was so impressed with it. I haven't been able to put the book down. I'm not completely finished with it. But you get excited about something. And for me, the release is to come over to the studio and do a podcast And so I just wanted to kind of go through where I was with it. The alpha state and really also the theta state are those two areas where your subconscious is most closely connected to your conscious mind. Best described as how you are when you're right about to go to sleep or that very early phase of when you start to wake up from a good sleep. Think about the deeper level of that being theta, and then as you become more conscious and you become more alert, that would be alpha. But alpha is still more relaxed than you normally are. Like when I'm doing this podcast, I'm in the beta state. I would have to definitely go through some steps right now to take myself to the alpha state. And Harry Carpenter has done a remarkable job of giving you some tools and resources in this book. I keep talking about the book, but I'm just it's just, I love it. So Kelly Howell has produced these amazing audios that take you to the different states. And she has quite a few in the theta state, that deeper state. And probably the one that I would point you to if you just wanted to buy one and get started would be the Brain Power series. If you don't mind, click on subconsciousmindmastery.com. And on the right-hand side is a little affiliate link there, and I get just a few pennies on the dollar, but it's enough to uh, offset some of the cost of the hosting and everything here. So if you don't mind, just click there if it's convenient for you to do so. But mostly I want you to get these in your hand because they are the quickest way to get to a particular brain state. And under that Brain Lab tab, when you go exploring in there, there's a link where she will take you to which of her titles go with what brain state so that's where you would find if you go to theta here are the titles available to theta brain power would be in there here are the titles available for alpha clear wave creativity is one deep stress relief is another deep stress relief has an hour of alpha music in it so if you want to just be able to put on some headphones and know that you're in that state the brainwave frequencies that she's sending into your ears will take you there Another way to get there, and you don't have to spend a dime, is just know where you are when you're about to go to sleep and when you're about to wake up. In fact, there's a technique mentioned that uh, here's a four-step little process of how you can manifest things. Write down what you want on a 3 by 5 index card. Write it in precise detail with as much vivid description as you can possibly put on it. Number two, don't tell anybody that you wrote it down. Number three... Read those cards every morning when you start to wake up and every evening just before you go to bed. That's the alpha state. And number four, don't tell the subconscious how to do it. But that's a great little, if you just want a simple one, two, three, four, you're going to give something a try, put some legs to this, get in action, do that. Okay, a couple of other things here now. Let's talk about this idea of talking to your subconscious mind. I've mentioned this in previous podcasts, but I I don't remember which ones they are. But I think it probably, for me, would have started around that time when I got that little intuitive prompt to go to Kansas City to see my mother. And then it was like, holy cow, somebody's talking to me here. Sheer intuition, subconscious mind through the universe. Remember, it's not your logical mind 
that is connected to the divine, the spirit, the ethos, God, whatever you want to call it. That's why, oh gosh, don't get me, we'll have to do a separate podcast. I just listened to this uh, recording by Greg Braden about the lost prayer. And in essence, what he's talking about is prayer is not this repetitious reciting of words. That's the conscious mind. We connect to the God realm through our emotions and our feelings. True prayer comes from the subconscious mind. It comes from that realm of the emotion. It's when you feel the outcome that you're praying for, that's when mountains start to move. It's not because you recited a specific set of words. So I got to just the point in working through this where I figured, well, let's just talk to this other side. As I was learning about the subconscious mind, realizing its role, I realized it's as much a part of me as anything. Do you ever talk to yourself? When you're driving down the road, do you talk to yourself? Come on, you know you do. And then you act like you're on your cell phone when somebody's looking at you at the stoplight. They're going, eh, weird. So, you, know, you know what I'm talking about. You talk to yourself all the time. So what you're doing, though, is in essence, you're kind of talking to your conscious side. Well, why not get relaxed and talk to your subconscious mind? Because remember, the dynamite power for you and me comes when... Our conscious mind and our subconscious mind are in total perfect alignment. So I'll tell you what let's do. I'm not going to have any time gap between posting these. Let's go to another podcast. I'm going to tell you what I have named my subconscious mind. Actually, I didn't do it. It requested this name. And there's a song corresponding to it that I'm going to play for you from 1975. Inspired, by the way, it took the songwriter only one hour to write the song, and then we will do this conversation with the subconscious mind. So without further ado, I will put these up together as one. In the next podcast, we will have a conversation with the subconscious mind. I can't tell you how much I enjoy doing these, and I thank you for your responses. By the way, I'm trying to build up the iTunes side a little bit. And if you don't mind, if you just take five minutes and go to iTunes and write a comment, if you like these podcasts, I would really appreciate it if you would go on iTunes and hit the comment box there. Lots of comments on an iTunes podcast page elevates it in the search engines, supposedly. So that would be a big help to me if this has been a help to you. Thank you very much. We'll see you over on 59 with a conversation with your subconscious. This is going to be really, really cool. As always, enjoy the journey. I'm Thomas Miller. Thank you for listening. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.